640 Toronto. I'm Alex Pearson. It is uh, great to have you. I've never heard the term of a city session, but what does it mean to the bigger economy? But this is a, a new headline and uh, new data, the data coming from the Chamber of Com uh, Commerce, which paints this uh, pretty gloomy picture involving a number of Canadian cities, but uh, certainly Toronto's in there, that are uh, cratering because we're not spending. And the year started off with a lot of um, gusto. We were spending up a storm. And then, of course, interest soared and inflation soared, and then the spending stops. But if you look at just the Toronto numbers, in January, the uh, target was at 5.4%, and now consumer spending is at 0.4%. So that, that, is, that is a significant drop because consumer spending is worth about half of the overall GDP numbers. But part of the data includes, and you know, it also re references the CH. CMHC uh, report that we talked about last week that reveals Canadians are carrying the highest personal debt load of all G7 countries. And so when the biggest city in the country, um, you know, starts to crater, the warning is that this tips us all into recession. So let me bring in John Carew. He's the executive director of the Toronto Association of Business Improvement Areas. Thanks, John, for coming on. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. What is a city session? Is this just a cute name for uh, something, or is it an actual thing? Uh, that is the first I heard of it when the report came out as well. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's something that obviously they've put some numbers to, and um, there is definitely concern of it. Uh, you know, uh, effectively, there is no surprise in the fact that uh, Things are slowing down. Uh, those numbers, though, were somewhat shocking to go from about 5.4 to, mm. you know, just under a half a percent is uh, not what we've expected. Our members have been sharing uh, that things aren't over just because the WHO said that, the, you know, the uh, things are over with and, and, and the whole COVID thing is over with doesn't mean that a light switch flips and, and the economy and everything will go back to it. And it's a bit of a perfect storm, really. There has been mm -hmm. a number of factors, interest rates, you know, the labor market, people not going back uh, to their jobs and working from home steadily. And, you know, so consumer habits have changed. We felt the pent up demand after two years and there was you know, all those savings that people had, the vacations, and, and they spent money. And now all of a sudden, um, you know, that, that reversal has happened. People, sober second thoughts are out there. So uh, effectively, that, that perfect storm that's out there. But the silver lining, if I can, in these numbers is that Toronto is at positive 0 0.4, where uh, those mm -hmm. same numbers indicate that the rest of the country is at negative 0 0.4. Yeah. So Yeah, they, they point out Kitchener, is, yeah. there are other cities in Canada that are in much, much bigger trouble. However, Toronto, um, despise it as many uh, do, is the, or was the economic engine, you know, so to speak. And so when, when Toronto is, um, is in trouble, then a lot of people watch. Uh, the other thing is, uh, is, John, and I don't think it can be ignored, is construction. It's not just a little bit of construction most of the downtown core in toronto is now shut down and and if you're already kind of on the fence about do i have to go down to toronto or am i going in a lot of people if they if they decide that construction on the other headaches is not worth it then they're just not going to come in so i'm not sure if we've seen you know the true tale of these numbers yet absolutely absolutely agree the challenge has been you know uh access uh 
transportation, getting down there, parking. Yeah. I think it's it's a combination of, of things. Uh, as well, you know, there is that reduced confidence, uh, reduced spending, and, and consumer habits have changed. We do have the online uh, phenomenon mm-hmm. that continues to grow. That number continues to grow. Is that calculated into that number? And I would suspect it's not. There will be taller foreheads than mine, but it'll have to calculate all that out. Now that businesses are moving from brick and mortar to bricks and clicks, a combination that we've been working very hard to help the small businesses across the city have that dual approach to uh, uh, to business. So uh, it's it's out there. It's concerning. Um, it's not across all the sectors, though. We're noticing that the hospitality sector, mm-hmm. now that the cafes are opening up, etc., those spends are starting to creep up. Last year's cafe program generated over $200 million of economic impact. So, you know, people still have to eat, and they do go out. Man, in their broadest sense, is a social animal. So we're going to see that. It's those traditional dry goods uh, that, that we're seeing the slippage in. And mm. uh, so collectively, you know, let's hope that uh, people uh, spend a few extra dollars. Don't put off that expenditure you are going to make uh, in the next little while. Get out there and buy that new vehicle, uh, whether it's electric or not. Uh, you know, grab that new dress for that wedding or a uh, new suit that, uh, that you've been looking at through the window on Main Street in Toronto. Mm. So that's uh, that's where we're at, and uh, um, again, I uh, you know we continue to support business, the local economy, Main Street. Uh, you know how Main Street goes, so goes the rest of the neighborhood, and we are yeah. No one, no one really worries about Main Street. That's the problem. Main Street's taking a hit, <laughs> and not just in the construction, not just in the finances, but even just with safe supply and a lot of the, the safety concerns. They're taking a real hit across this country, certainly Toronto. But is there a mayoral candidate? And, and this is a very big issue that that I have. We're not hearing a lot about it. What their vision is to get people back downtown. Like we have to reimagine uh, parts of Toronto because I don't think habits are going to change that much that people come back to work five days a week. Uh, but again, who are we hearing from uh, in the mayoral um, you know, candidacy who seems to have the right um, vision? Or do, they, well, do we have uh, anyone? Yeah, at the moment, not really. I've heard some sprinkling of, of stuff uh, from, from a couple of the candidates, but uh, we've not effectively had anybody come up and speak to that point exactly as you've noted. Uh, and uh, the other point is, you know, it's the cost of doing business in the city of Toronto. You know, there's a lot of promises that are being made, but nobody's telling us how they're going to pay for them. And traditionally, it's been on the back of the commerce, uh, you know, the local small business mm-hmm. people, taxes, etc. cetera. Uh, the last council was very forthcoming, and, and they did work. Uh, Mayor Tory worked on a 15% reduction to small businesses of property taxes. Will that continue? So we're really not hearing anything. And more importantly, we're not hearing how some of those province, uh, promises are going to be paid for. Uh, and, uh, well, the promises uh, are the ir- are that's the easy part, making the promises. <laughs> it's the delivery that we don't really get a lot of details on. But what? Just before I let you go, John, what would be something that uh, could be done that you think would give a good solution right away and kind of get a little bit of wind in our sails? Well, uh, again, the plea to just the consumers, the Torontonians, Toronto first. You know, with the rising tide, all boats rise. 
uh, to uh, to get out there, enjoy what Toronto has to offer, mm-hmm. uh, not only from the hospitality, but from fashion, arts and entertainment, uh, all that sort of stuff. Uh, so really is, uh, you know, refocus, uh, support your local small businesses and uh, get out there and enjoy what we do have to offer, especially in this great weather. Yeah, look, uh, Main Street is the backbone of this country. No one seems to uh, remember that, but they very much are. And and when they're gone, and if they're gone, it'll be too late. So, John, I appreciate you joining us on this. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. That is uh, John uh, Carew. And I, I should have noted the birds in the background. I was like, that's very scenic. It's very pretty. Little birds. He's the executive director of the Toronto Association of Business Improvement. And so we'll see. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone. And for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.